Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People applying Rotary's motto of service above self. And today our special guests are Rotarian Jim Kushner from New York, your past president of your Rotary Club. Of the Upper Manhattan Club and of the Inwood Club, which I also founded. Oh, wow. In New York, right So we, we can talk That's more about that. And then we also have joining us um, Andrea Schiffman, um, owner of Active Learning and Academic Tutoring Agency in New York as well. That's right. And good morning, so, Jim. Morning. And good morning, Andrew. Good morning. And so you, you're you, going to be talking to us about uh, what's happening in Haiti. Aren't you folks yes. were actually in Haiti? Yes. Okay. Well, were you together in Haiti? We arrived well, together. You yes. arrived together? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I stayed there uh, two two weeks, and Jim stayed on for, what, five uh, or six weeks? Yes, six, and six weeks. Oh, my goodness. That's mm-hmm. a long time. So, um, first of all, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, we'll start with the Rotarian Jim Kushner, who was a past president of the Upper Manhattan Club, and the Inwood Long Island Club? No, it's the Inwood New York City Club. That's oh, the right. northernmost neighborhood in Because uh, in there's Inwood. also an Inwood I know. in, in, in the near Queens. That's why uh, we... Oh, Inwood, New York City. We sell these shirts and uh, right. He has a lovely shirt on, folks. You know, uh, Jonas from. uh, Oh, well, I'm an old Far Rockaway boy down in Queens, right by Inwood. Yeah. He he says he has no accent. That's always a a discussion. So the more we talk to Jim, we're going to hear the New York (laughs) accent come out. What makes you think? What makes you think that? (laughs) (laughs) And um, Andrea Schiffman, who uh, is thinking about joining Rotary. Oh, more than that, I'm definitely going to join. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. We'll have a great time. Yeah. We and, need more uh, girls. What oh, is active women's big thing. <laughs> what is active learning and academic tutoring agency? What is that? Well, it's it's an uh, after-school tutoring agency. I used to uh, teach uh, high school mathematics, which mm-hmm. wasn't everybody's favorite subject. Um, but I taught for four years, and then uh, I finally left the job and opened a tutoring agency. Very good. No, so let's get back now to um, your trip to Haiti. Uh, when did you go? Okay, uh, we went uh, uh, the first week of the uh, earthquake, and uh, I got a call from a friend of mine, Todd Shea. I had met him at uh, Katrina. We were down there uh, working with the 82nd Airborne, taking people off roofs, and we, we organized a, a dog uh, a collection agency and, and uh, just rounded them up and put them in budget trucks, and uh, we brought them to uh, Louisiana University, and... Uh, they were inoculated and taken care of there. And then about a week after we came home, there was a big earthquake in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And we flew over there, and we stayed for a month, and uh, we had the first mass unit in there. We were going in on helicopters, American helicopters, flying in, um, uh, uh, flying out the uh, dead and the wounded and flying in medication. And uh, then after that, uh, I got a call uh, at the time of the uh, Haitian earthquake from Todd, this is my partner who I met, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, I need you down here. Come on down. So uh, I got a few people together, including Andrea from my Rotary Club uh, and uh, Uncle Billy, we, as we call him. Uh, he's been to every disaster since World War One, I, I think. 89 years old. Oh, terrific. And uh, um, Sully Dad Kaplan and... Uh, we arrived in the Dominican Republic, and uh, Todd had already set things up. He's now, Jim, for people who don't know, Dominican Republic and Haiti share an island. That's Hispaniola. right, Hispaniola. And the Dominican Republic, even though it was on the same island, 
was well, not no, adversely it wasn't affected a, by the earthquake, It right? wasn't affected at all. All right. So uh, what background do you bring to the disaster relief? Your well, I, I started out, uh, you know, after I got out of the Marine Corps, I went back to school, and then I got a fellowship to study in England from Rotary International. I got an ambassadorial fellowship. So I became associated with Rotary, and I've been a member now for 29 years. Uh-huh. And... Uh, uh, you I mentioned you had founded a Rotary Club. Yes, uh, about three or four years ago, the Inwood Club. It's a new club. Oh, terrific. And uh, um, So we were talking about your background that you brought r- to disaster. Right. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't bring any background, as uh-huh. a matter of fact. I just brought myself, and I learned as I went. You brought two hands, which is what Rotary yeah, is all about. Yeah, it started with the, with the World Trade Center disaster. Uh-huh. It went to Katrina, it went to Pakistan, and then finally ended up in, in, uh, in Haiti. But my friend Todd, Todd Shea, he is the um, uh, CEO of, uh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, comprehensive. comprehensive. Yeah, Comprehensive Disaster Relief Services. And uh, he called me up. We went down there, and we worked under uh, an organization called Amer Haiti, which is a, uh, it's a political social organization. Uh, they provided the... Uh, vacant amusement park for us and the security and we brought in doctors from all over the states and uh, we brought in supplies we had uh, teams from the Islamic Medical Association of North America, Destiny World uh, Outreach um, Tacomic Washington the Jenkins Penn Organization which is Todd Penn's organization Mm -hmm. and uh, we would trade back and forth like if we ran out of uh, one medication we'd get it from uh, another camp. Well, so let, you must have had some crossover interaction with Rotary's shelter box. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, I met, of course, the with those tents. teams. I met John yeah. Leach and his team down there. We had 10 shelter box tents in our campsite, which was uh, Boju Park, and uh, we used them to house the doctors and as emergency tents for uh, patients who were operated on and needed to stay. Uh, if the patients were in very serious condition, we took them down to the... Uh, the Argentinian hospital down the road, uh, and we worked also with the Pakistani hospital and uh, a number of hospitals in Port-au-Prince. Well, Jim, let me let me find out. Um, let's let's take a step back. What were the first impressions that both of you saw um, when you got off the plane and went from the Dominican Republic into Haiti? Um, Andrea Schiffman, first tell us, how did you get into Haiti from the Dominican Republic? There were trucks, buses, what? Yeah, well, we all flew down together to Santo Domingo to the airport, and and, uh, some of the drivers uh, who were already employed by Todd Shea actually drove up from Haiti, picked us up at the airport. We stayed in Santo Domingo overnight and then uh, drove us down to Port-au-Prince by truck. Uh, We had And and tell us, what was the first indication that you were leaving Dominican Republic where there wasn't any problem into the Haiti where there where you what were the first sites of devastation that you saw to describe it because we've seen film but you know there's nothing like eyewitness testimony well yeah it's it's true in in the Dominican Republic you you really wouldn't know that there had been a there was a disaster just next door um, across the border and in fact um, until we got to the border we didn't really see much of anything right at the border at the the gas station you, you saw a lot of relief workers, a lot of activity going on, people coming and going. That's probably the very first sign. And then as we uh, entered Haiti, uh, it, it was 
gradual, I would say, because first we noticed, okay, there's, there's no electricity, uh, no lights. Then there were more and more people walking around in the streets. And finally, as we got to Port-au-Prince, that's, uh, that's really where, where it hit you. Then you could that's really That's the see. capital of Haiti, correct? That's right. Mm-hmm. And that, that was right in the epicenter, in the, in the center of the earthquake. Uh, that's right. Where that, it swept through. Well, yeah. well where it... You know, uh, people should know that what, what the earthquake is, it's a shifting of the plates. Uh, the earth isn't solid. It's made up of various uh, plates that sort of, uh, like surfboards, uh, go across the molten... Uh, uh, Which explains how yeah. it affected one section and right. not the other. Right. Of, of and they the have island. these faults where the two plates meet, like the world-famous mm-hmm. San Andreas Fault, and there's a fault called the Caribbean Fault. And that's, I've just exhausted all my knowledge about geology. <laughs> but, you know, this, this, is, this is serious, and I'm sure it affected you, Andrea. W- tell us the sites you saw as you moved in. Well, uh, th- the, first, the first really r- remarkable thing was seeing everyone out on the street. Uh, th- you saw th- the buildings that really were flattened totally were right in the downtown area of Port-au-Prince, the, where the ministries were. Um, but the earthquake itself had... had far-reaching uh, consequences. For example, where our medical camp was set up, um, there some of the buildings were standing, some of them were flattened, but without fail, everyone was outside. They were sleeping outside, they were either under tents or on a sidewalk. Um, it, yeah, shelter was, was a big, big, is still a big it's thing. Still and, a and the reason immediately out, following Yeah, the reason they're sleeping outside was that um, they're afraid to stay in the in the building because it's still rickety, what right? Building, Everyone was what very buildings were left. Right, yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the, the main part of the destruction we didn't see till a couple of days later when we started sending out triage teams into the various neighborhoods and we went right in the center of town. And then you could just see everything is just completely devastated. Uh, Haiti didn't have much of an infrastructure to begin with, but now it has absolutely nothing. And uh, and I don't know uh, how I don't know how they're going to rebuild a country that's never been built in the first place. Yeah. But uh, um, what what I think they declared their independence it was a slave revolt in 1803. Right. We didn't recognize them then because we still had slaves. We recognized them in 1863. And then there's been a number of dictators, uh, 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 the Duvaliers, uh, and uh, the the country's basically been raped for its uh, mineral resources. And politically unrest, a lot of political. Yeah, all the time. One thing that we... one thing that we saw on walls everywhere around town was uh, new bouquet, which means we're fed up, we're tired. Oh, yes, one can understand that. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. My name is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host is the lovely Sarah O'Connell. And our very special guests, Andrea Schiffman and Jim Kushner from the uh, uh, northern New York uh, Manhattan Rotary Club, Yes, is it? it's District 7230, right. uh, Rotary Club of Inwood. And they're giving us their eyewitness uh, account of uh, what they saw and how they helped down in Haiti. And who helps us today b- bring Radio Rotary to the folks? Sarah? Well, Radio Rotary is sponsored by our Rotary District of 7210 and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Blooming Grove, Washingtonville, Carmel, Chestnut Ridge, Congers Valley Cottage, Fishskill, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Kingston Sunrise, and LaGrange. And we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught millions of people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling childhood disease from the face of the planet. But each of those 1,200,000 women and men know they could accomplish so much more 
If only they were 1,200,001. Find out what an impact one person can make. Learn about Rotary at Rotary.org. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Port Jervis Rotary Club will hold Casino Night at the Port Jervis Country Club on Saturday, April 17th from 6 until 11 p.m. Admission of just $5 includes snacks and proceeds benefit Rotary's community and international service projects. For more information, call 845-856-5325. That's 845-856-5325. The Newburgh Rotary Club invites you to their delicious Taste of Newburgh, an extraordinary assortment of local culinary indulgences at Mount St. Mary's College on Powell Avenue in Newburgh on Sunday, May 16, 2009, from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. Admission is just $30. For more information, go to www.tasteofgreaternewburgh.com. That's www.tasteofgreaternewburgh.com. Or call 845-561-1706. That's 845-561-1706. And welcome back to Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I am joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. And we are here talking about pretty serious topics. Something that's been in the forefront of the news and on all of our minds is um, the situation in Haiti. And our guests are Andrea Schiffman, who is the owner of Actor- Active Learning and Active an academic tutoring agency in New York City, and our fellow Rotarian Jim Kushner, who is a past president of um, a Rotary Club and a founder of the Inwood Club in New York City. Am I, am I explaining right. that correctly? Okay. Um, and a, a very active person in disaster recovery. He's and, been and to more than one outside outside the Haiti situation. Right. But the the two of them met apparently when you were in Haiti. You were coming from out, well from New York, but right. Well, actually, we met for the first time in the airport in JFK. Airport. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Jim, you talked uh, her into becoming a Rotarian, huh? Well, I hope that's so. The, that's the way. You well, got the special sponsor pin. That's how I started the club at a restaurant in the neighborhood, just sitting there having dinner and uh, bringing up a few subjects and leading it into Rotary. And, and uh, we put the put the, put a nice club together. How long has it has it been? Four years. Four years. Great. And uh, you've uh, you've obviously uh, got someone here who knows about service above self, because and both of you, because you went down uh, where the need was greatest in Haiti and. Uh, did some marvelous things. We will learn a little bit more about that in the next uh, few minutes. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, you yeah, were telling us, Andrew. Yes, you were right ahead. Um, that uh, I just wanted to mention, although I'm not yet a Rotary member, my uh, uncle um, was a past uh, district governor in Florida. Ah. And throughout my life, he'd always been telling me, ah, oh, you, you should try this. You should uh, join. Well, everyone should try Rotary. If, if you're in the Inwood area, you can uh, be Jim's guest for, uh, for lunch. Uh, dinner. Dinner. Well, tell <laughs> us well, about your dinner club. club. When does your club meet? Wednesday where? night, 7 o'clock at the Garden Cafe on Broadway. All it's right. right off of Eichsham Street. For dinner. So all 38,000 listeners can come down and be e- your guest. Yes. <laughs> no problem. Right, and for the rest of you who may not want to make the trip into Manhattan but are interested in joining Rotary locally, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the Club Locator button, type in your hometown, and you'll find out where the Rotary Club meets, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Join us for service above self. And now we're going to find out a little bit more about what was happening in Haiti. Um, well, how, how, how do you pick and choose who to help first when all around you is nothing but devastation and well, yeah. everyone needs everything that that it must be it must have been overwhelming jim there's a point where you have to shut your mind off uh, or your emotions off mm-hmm. and just 
concentrate uh, on what supplies you have and what people uh, are at the head of the line. Sometimes uh, if we're giving out food, there might be a food riot. Uh, people will line up uh, to be seen medically. And uh, all you can do is the best you can do. And yeah. do as much as you can. So we work sometimes 16, 18 hours and yeah. just went to sleep, got up, and started all over again. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, uh, it is quite stressful because, w- of course, as w- aid workers there, we need to drink water. We need to have the food. But yet you see all these people waiting, um, just asking you for a little bit of water. And uh, I know the first few days I, I pretty much gave up everything that I had in my hand until people started telling me, listen, you, you really have to keep some for yourself. Well, what about also uh, security and law enforcement? Uh, was there a breakdown in, in, in social norms? Uh, it wasn't looting, as bad rioting? as you might have heard. Uh, we had around our camp, we had hired armed guards. Right. Okay. When we went out, we had bodyguards from uh, this uh, association, Amer Haiti. So uh, when we would give out food, we would have bodyguards around the truck, but even still, uh, it wasn't that they were uh, looting. There was nothing to loot. It's not like they're, they're after plasma TV screens. They wanted to eat. Right. And, of course, you know, w- when the earthquake happened and for several weeks thereafter, it was number one in the news. Then you saw relief concerts on television. And we had uh, Larry Payant, our, our district representative for Shelterbox here. We talked to the founder of Shelterbox, um, Tom, whose last name Henderson. I forgot. Thank you, Tom um, Henderson. Joan and I have uh, met we, him. We spoke mm-hmm. to him on the air. Uh, the, but now the, the, we had 10 Shelterbox yeah. Uh, tents mm-hmm. in our camp, and yeah. it, they, they were the, some of the best things that Rotary right. did. Well, th- uh, for our listening audience who's not familiar with the shelter box, it is a box that is brought in by uh, uh, volunteers by the size a highly of an trained team. Steamer trunk. It uh, weighs a hundred pounds. Well, it's right. a tent. It's, it's not a, really a box. It's it's well, well like it box. comes. It comes in, in a box, box yeah. and then yeah. it has in the box right. you've got the provisions, which include the tent, and then provisions for was it six Cooking months? Material, uh, mosquito six netting, pillows, blankets. Can house ten people. People. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that, um, you know, everyone had Haiti on their mind for weeks and weeks, and now it's sort of receded into the background, but the need is still there. Oh, is it's, right? it's, it's there you know what? It's ever. the same with yeah. any disaster. You know, the first uh, week, it's the first page, and then the news moves on to uh, something next. What's very important now, it's at the beginning of the rainy season, mm-hmm. and you're going to have epidemics of typhoid and cholera and malaria. Uh, Todd Shea, uh, my partner, came down with a virulent case of malaria and almost died. Wow. He had the strongest case you could have. No kidding. Yeah. He's, so he's people, over it now. So people who want to help, how can they uh, contact you? And we'll also talk, we'll, we'll play a commercial for Shelter Box after the show, but how can they contact you? Well, right now... And uh, what, what's needed still? Okay, what's, what's needed is uh, we have a, a, a truck, a 30-foot truck, uh, and it's filled up, a container of medical supplies, and, and uh, we're waiting to ship it over. Uh, we need to collect about $7,000. Um, anybody interested in contacting me can contact me. I'll give you my email. J. Kushner, K-U-S-H-N-E-R, at nyc.rr.com. And my phone number is 917-449-6384. Give us us both those again, all right? Sure. J. Kushner, K-U-S-H-N-E-R, at nyc.rr.com. Dot rr dot com nine one seven four four nine six three eight four and I just wanted to add in this box this was collected by a man named Carl Kelly of uh, 
information portfolio New York. Uh, he donated the truck, and he collected the crutches and the, all the medicines that are in it. Everything is paid for. We just have to get the money to ship it out. Now, uh, let me ask you, uh, uh, Andrea, Andrea. Schiffman, um, you went down to Haiti. I'm sure it was very stressful, as you said. Would you do it again? Oh, of course. I'm going down again, actually. Tell with, us about with it. The shipment. Um, what what we're what we're sending that we are sending a 30 foot uh, flatbed truck, and the mm-hmm. container uh, has mobility aids. Uh, it, there were so many amputations and fractures, crush wounds that we're sending down crutches, wheelchairs, walkers. Um, and what happened? There are, there are agencies too outside of Rotary um, that you can donate those types of items if people have had surgeries right. and things. Yeah, there, right. you know, there's there's a lot of ways that people can participate and help out. Um, Jim was kind enough to give us some contact information. I'm sure we could contact you, Andrea, at the Active Learning. Sure. Um, in New York, Active Learning is an institute. Well, uh, the the website would be uh, actually activelearning.com, Com? Okay. but active is spelled with a K and gotcha. not, not a C. And uh. last but not least, uh, to remind our uh, listening audience that after this show has been broadcast, it's archived on the um, Rotary District 7210's website, and you can go in there and look down where, where the shows are archived and pick out this show and get the repeat of all of this contact information. Or the Shelterbox show. And the Shelterbox. Yeah, yep. There's also yeah. a Rotary video um, out that we that we take. Um, I, I don't actually know the name of the video itself, um, but you it's, could probably uh, it's Google on it, YouTube. Go, uh-huh. Yeah, and if you Google Jim Kushner or Andrea Schiffman, Haiti. It'll, it'll come up. It'll I also wanted to point out that thanks to uh, Todd, he has established 10 clinics in Pakistan and is probably doing m- more work there than... Uh, I mean, uh, it's just a, such a benefit to our country to have somebody working there, uh, free clinics that he set up. I want to thank you both for joining us and for all the great work you've done uh, in Haiti and other areas. Uh, Rotary's motto of service above self, Rotarian Jim Kushner and uh, uh, Andre- Andrea uh, Schiffman. Uh, future Rotarian. Future Rotarian. Real quick, I just want to say we got 200 doctors rotated down there and we saw 15,000 people. Just our organizations and who we brought That's in. Fabulous. That's fabulous. That's Amazing. what Rotary is all yep, about. Thank absolutely. you both for joining us on You're Radio welcome. Rotary. Thank you. And Sarah, who brought us Radio Rotary this week? Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary District 7210 and the Rotary Clubs of Millbrook, Newburgh, New Paltz, New Windsor, Cornwall, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Poughkeepsie, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to help us help those whose homes were destroyed in the earthquakes in Chile and Haiti by contributing to Rotary's Shelter Box program. Each Rotary Shelter Box has a durable tent, water purification, and cooking supplies for 10 people. Go to shelterboxusa.org for more information or to donate. That's shelterboxusa.org.